podcast where each week we review something. Uh, usually it's a movie, sometimes we do comics. Uh, every once in a while, Ricky will talk us into uh, a TV show. Um, those are usually the weeks that I try to miss. Um, <laughs> and, oh, by the way, I'm joined by Vincent Hui. He's hey, uh, my co tonight. I have not a clue where Ricky is. I hope he's not kidnapped. Um, I think he'll be okay. He's a big boy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, maybe his kid is taking a nap. Oh. Man, the merit some rest, man. When that kid goes to sleep, you got to go to sleep, man. Yeah, all right, whatever. Uh, Built-in birth control, just the two of you. This reminds me never to have kids. That's right. Sorry. All right. Um, so tonight's movie is um, Zootopia. It's a Disney movie. Was it Pixar? Uh, it's Disney, straight up Disney. I'm, it's just, not just Disney. Um, they shouldn't ditch Pixar. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> Pixar does a better job. Anyways, uh, so this was Vince's movie, so he's going to tell us what the movie was about. All right, so um, this is uh, a movie that just recently came out, and it happens to be one of the... It came out at the end of the past year. It happens to also be... Sorry, not the end of this. It's just, uh, in the last, like, few months. Uh, and it's probably... Uh, if you haven't seen already, it's probably still residually sitting in your theaters, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and it is... Uh, making money hand over fist. It's basically, um, as, as I was telling uh, Matt before the show started, uh, it's making as much money, it's second to Frozen uh, in terms of uh, Disney animated movie. Now, I also mentioned that uh, prior to recording that this movie is, yes, you're right, it's not done by Pixar. And you can tell a couple of nuances, like it's more Disney-ish kid-centric, uh, so it doesn't always have all the double meanings that you typically find in other Pixar uh, movies. Um, uh, but the animation quality is still up there, and the uh, overall production value is pretty top-notch at Disney. Um, actually, no, I take that back because I watched The uh, the Good Dinosaur, and that was a terrible movie. Um, but it's it's so far, it's it's been like uh, critically acclaimed as a good movie. I'm not sure what the Rotten Tomatoes rating is, but I, I gather it's pretty high. And the plot centers around this whole, it's basically, and this is where uh, Matt always accuses me of reading too much into it, but I think it's fairly clear. It's, it's about like... Um, racism in America, uh, right? Where there's this, um, no, it's true, right? If it's not, okay, so it's two, we're doing two things that, we, that typically happens here. A, I'm reading a lot into the movie, and B, we're talking about racism. So in, in this right. case, um, it's talking about there's predatory mammals, and then there's um, like, you know, herbivore animals, effectively, right? And uh, the, the story starts off with them being, um, you know, described as like, you know, predators eat the prey, and eventually, as the you know civilization develops, uh, the they they create this utopian society um, where animals all live together and they're equal, right? So the the premise is that um, if everyone's equal, then a bunny, in this case the central character uh, Jody Hops, uh, she uh, aspires to be a cop, and uh, though she faces some inherent racism uh, for lack or speciesism for lack of a better term uh, with uh, foxes, uh, she eventually becomes a cop. And she's put on the beat in uh, Zootopia, the city where everyone is coming together um, to work in harmony. And uh, she meets up uh, a couple of scam artists, uh, most notably uh, Fox. And um, there's a whole entire uh, conspiracy of uh, missing uh, an predatory animals um, that uh, she ultimately gets assigned to. And it becomes a clear-cut case of deception where um, a lot of these uh, predatory animals have been under the influence of a type of drug 
basically inject, uh, you know, a drug that's uh, basically blow dart or, or shot at them. And um, it's it's this nice little uh, nod to Breaking Bad with the whole sheep thing. It's a it's all conspiracy theory that comes apart. And um, without giving all of it away, it's it's a it's a fun story. Um, and I can definitely see a sequel coming out of it. Uh, the there's lots of like inside jokes, um, and you know what? As a parent, I've watched several times now, and you, you know what? You really don't see the twist ending. You know, the, the the like. I mean, Matt, you know what I'm talking about, right? Like when when it turns out that the sheep are all the bad people, right? Because uh, you know the, the 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 well, not all sheep. Sorry, that's racist. Um, but <laughs> I, I don't think that the the sheep are gonna call the end. You know yeah. the. Whatever the hell you guys call it. But the sheep the sheep version of whatever, you know. Yeah. Uh, so so the basically the, the the deputy mayor in the interest of trying to secure power, she's uh, kind of uh, antagonizing the lion mayor and uh, effectively is trying to frame up all predatory animals so that as she says, the uh, you know, uh, prey animals are ten to one outnumbering predator animals. So they should be in charge. So it's got a whole bunch of like speciesist, uh, racist overtones to it, which is kind of interesting. Um, but again, from an adult standpoint, you go, you know what? It's instilling some good cultural values to your kids, so that like you know you don't judge a book by its cover. Um, that you know everyone gets along, and uh, that like a bunny can become a cop when typically it's predator animals that become cops. Um, but there's also a lot of nice things about the movie that make it like a you know grown-up friendly like you they, like there's a little plot twist you have to follow through and then I watched it again and I saw like oh they're dropping clues like if you go in the scene where they are in the deputy mayor's office uh, she actually has a post-it note with Doug's phone number and Doug turns out to be the effectively the uh, Breaking Bad kind of uh, parody of the drug dealer which um, you know is the sheep that is responsible for doing the the, the tranquilizing um, effectively so there's a lot of little hints that are plugged in and as Matt pointed out, there's also lots of jokes, like you know when uh, the the chief of the uh, police force says to the rabbit, like you know, don't basically, you, you, it's not a fairy tale, honey. You're not gonna, you know, if you think you can just do a couple of dance numbers and you know make everything happy, well, just forget it. it's not gonna happen. Let it go, right? And like there's lots of like you know little jokes here and there that parents watching it kind of appreciate so overall I mean from a as a kids movie from a grown-up standpoint it's not bad I'd say it's like a seven out of ten wow really okay um, so uh, I, I first of all Rotten Tomatoes obscenely fresh 98% fresh Woo! Wow um, good I don't know who paid those critics Review that movie because no way it's ninety eight percent fresh. That, uh, all right, so this isn't a, by far it's not a terrible movie. It's not it's not bad. Okay, um, it's just boring for me. Um, and I, maybe it's just because I'm looking at it not as a kids movie, which if I were a kid this would entertain me. Mm -hmm. um, all right, so I don't know if you ever seen there's a there's a movie about a mouse. It's called a uh, Fifle, um, like American. Yeah, West, American Tale. Yeah, yeah. Um, I loved that kid movie, movie as a kid. I mean, I, I like watched it over and over and over and over again. It was like the movie, like you, you know, there's always that one movie where, as as a kid, you always have to, you know, please, daddy, can I watch it again? It's like over and over and over again. So just that one movie that was the one. Really good soundtrack too. Yeah, um, I I watched it maybe a, a like a year and a half ago. It was like on TV or something like that. God, that movie's so boring now to me. Um, I I I, I just maybe it's just. 
and that and that was this movie. I, there was um, there are things throughout, throughout it that you know were, were chuckle worthy, but you know maybe maybe I went into it thinking that it was going to be really funny, or maybe I went into it thinking it was going to be a musical because they build it as um, from the directors of Frozen or something. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't it wasn't you know it wasn't particularly funny. I mean, it had some like it had some you know jokes or whatever. Um, I am a real cop. I am a real cop. I am a real cop. That was funny. Um, looking back on it, um, the the big twist, as you put it, towards the end, wasn't as big a twist as I expected it to be. Because, especially towards the beginning of the movie, right after the deputy mayor or whatever is introduced, um, I don't know. She always just seemed a little suspicious to me. How she was, uh, I mean, I mean, she was very attached to um, Hops, Judy Hops, or whatever. Officer yeah, but like she's. But the thing is that that they try to allay that by saying like when she goes and says, you know, us 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 small guys got to stick together, right? And it's it's you know it's it's something that you typically hear, right? Like in, in those kind of contexts. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I I didn't pick it up on the way through, but now looking back on it, that seems suspicious to me. But maybe that's just because it turns out she was the bad guy. Um, I also thought that there there was the chance that the the fox was the the. Nick. Nick, yeah, I thought there was a chance that he could have been the, you know, the bad guy, uh, you know, the big bad, um, but yeah. he wasn't. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, it was just, it was kind of boring for me. Um, it's not that it was a bad movie. Maybe it's just because the last two weeks have been in, insanely busy, so I watched this movie in pieces, mm -hmm. um, like you know, ten minutes here, ten minutes there, and you know, went and did something else. Um, but I don't know. Um, it wasn't a particularly good soundtrack. Um, so no, bad. when you have Shakira doing the music, it's always going to be a bad soundtrack. But my kid yeah. loves dancing to it. My three-year-old, she likes dancing to it. It's, it's I don't know. It's got its heartwarming moments. Uh, yeah, that's another reason why I don't have kids. I just um, I sit, sit your freaking ass down and watch the movie. <laughs> no, the whole musical numbers at the end, right? So, uh, uh, yeah, I I would be a terrible father, um, because I'd, I'd want to watch things that I would enjoy. And... <laughs> And this wouldn't be one of them. I was like, we'd watch this one time. Like, we're not watching Dutopia again, kid. We're, we're, we're going to watch, I don't know, Jason Statham kick somebody's ass. Yeah, um, you basically need explosions to make a movie. <laughs> you know? Come on, we're, we're going to do Michael Bay. Come on. No. <laughs> um, yeah. Hey, you want to know what? If more stuff blew up in this movie, I would have paid more attention. But it's a um, movie. They can't. They can't. Oh, come on, Disney. No wonder you're going out of business. Um, uh, dude, I don't think so, man. Like, uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I know they're not going out of business. Civil War. <laughs> well, you, let's just hope this doesn't bode ill for Star Wars. I'm just saying, because Disney does now own Star Wars. If they get rid of the explosions, we're, well, all, we're all doomed. That's the argument, though. I'm just, I know there's a tangent, but um, I'm not sure if you heard about the new movie that's coming out from Star Wars. It's Star Wars Rogue One. And it's basically a movie that's supposed to be like the Hamburger Hill or like the platoon version of, of, of a Star Wars uh, story arc. And they are like, so the directors basically said, yeah, I'm going to have like explosions. It's going to be like darker and grittier. And um, Disney has actually said, hey, can you do uh, four more weeks of reshoots? Because the argument is that they are worried that they have to make it a little bit less explosive, less, you know, like, you know, fatalities, like that kind of thing. They really should like what they should do. I'm sorry. So you know my opinion on Star Wars. I'm, who cares if we're going oh, off on a tangent? That's okay. Um, yeah, uh, I think that what they should do is just like 
create a new company or whatever that's just Star Wars. You know, it's still owned by Disney, 100 percent or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then, but then they can do whatever they want with the movies, and it won't be won't reflect badly on you know Disney. It, they don't have to worry about it not being you know enough associated you know too far from Mickey Mouse. You know, yeah. I mean, that's what I think they should do. But I also don't care because I hope all Star Wars films flop because I hate Star Wars. Something happened to you as a child, man. <laughs> uh, are, are you going to put the new, the one that came out last year on the list so we have to watch it? No, we already did. Ricky and I talked. Oh, about that's right. You and that. Thank God um, that I don't have to watch that movie because I, I would probably hang myself. Because um, I hate Star Wars. Uh, come on. Darth Vader being the good guy. <laughs> just a good guy. Uh, all right, all right. So, anyways, back to Zootopia. Um, yeah, I don't have really much. I'm just bored with it. You know, well, okay. I think I think you should actually give. I know that you were bored, but I mean, if you maybe if, I'll watch it again. Yeah, if you're more awake and watching it, it's like the the jokes are there, but it's like um, the the plot's interesting. I mean, like as a grown up, I was like, oh, I'm glad that they actually didn't just conclude it there, right? Uh, I I'm glad that they actually had like a little bit more of an engaging ending. I'm glad that um. You know, there was a good lesson to be learned, though it was heavy-handed. I think that it was it's relevant in today's day and age. I mean, like, this is coming off of the Trayvon Martin shootings and all the kind of, like, you yeah. know, racial stuff that's going on. I think it's I think it's a good thing when you can actually have a Disney movie that, overtly or not, um, is, is trying to broker a, a way to make sure kids don't grow up and we continue the stupid racist crap that we've been doing for, like, centuries, right? Well, yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe, I don't know. Um, maybe it's just because I'm the white guy and I, um, I don't know. Am I being apathetic because I'm white or am I being apathetic because I was just bored? I think uh, it's boredom. Like, honestly, like, I, I can see, like, I, I've also commented earlier on, on past reviews where I've been coming back home from work and having to watch a couple of the movies that, God, I really did not want to watch. And like I don't know the, the that that Matt Damon movie you maybe watch with the with you know when he he dies and goes to heaven or we're not sure if he dies or whatever right the uh, uh, the, the insurance about, bureau or whatever the bureau right oh the adjustment bureau yeah, when you made us oh. watch that, I was like watching that in spits and spurts because I was like oh, oh yeah so, you did so, see that was boring did you? <laughs> but and I, and I freely say like you know I gave it a crappy review just because it was just like you know you're catching me at the witching hour but I mean if you if you gave it a chance it. You know, I suspect Zootopia would actually stand in better light. Um, we'll, give it, we'll give it a try. Um, so I would, out of, uh, let's say, out of five, I'd give it a two and a half. I'd give it right in the middle. Why not? Because yeah. it wasn't bad. I, I enjoyed it um, to the point where I watched it all the way through. Mm. <laughs> I, I, it wasn't so bad that I stopped. Okay. <laughs> so we'll, we'll just put it there. All right, so... Um, you know, we're, we're, we're a little early, so why don't we jump into the Pixel Week? You got a uh, pick of the week for us, Vince? <laughs> okay, so I actually picked up Overwatch. Okay. Did you? Yeah, and you know I'm not a big shooter fan, and I'm still not a big shooter fan. Um, <laughs> it's uh, You know what? I, I really am getting a little bit miffed that first-person shooters, for guys like me, like I, as much as I know that people love to play online and, like, you know, have squads and tournaments and stuff, uh, I think you have to have 
uh, story modes. Like you have to have story modes, not just simply to like make more work for the directors and producers, but you need story modes so that people can actually practice properly instead of just on stupid bots. Like even in Overwatch, even the training and practice modes, it's still online. Like you, you basically, aside from the one where it's like teaching you how to do the basic mechanics, when you go to training mode, you are in like sessions with other people online. And I think that it's a real shame, it's doubly a shame for Overwatch because as you know, Overwatch is a shooter which has individual characters with different traits. So you can have like a sniper character, but like there's different types of snipers um, or like a tank character, there's healing characters. So everybody's got their own kind of like, all the characters are different. Like there's like, I don't know, I can't remember, like you know, 16 characters. And they all have ostensibly some sort of unique storyline. I think it would have been worthwhile to investigate, so you actually become more invested in the characters that you actually find useful. And um, I mean, like, it's a bit cartoony because, like, you have a guy like a, a cowboy, and you also have another guy that's like a ninja, and you have another person that's like a futuristic super soldier. So, so they're all over the place. But I think that you definitely need to have that story mode. It's a, it's an okay game, um, but uh, any game that mandates automatic to play it, uh, a connection to the internet all the time, and a high speed one. I know that we're going towards that, but I think that you you really got to give people the ability to to do this stuff offline, right? But, it, it's, but you got to remember, you got to remember it's Blizzard, so everything they do is online. Um, that's what they do. So, is everything they do? I mean, like other than their like you know the the Warcraft stuff and, and well, yeah, I mean, stuff. I mean, okay, so uh, Starcraft is online. Yep, Warcraft um, is World, online. World of Warcraft is online. Hearthstone is online. You can't um, play on Hearthstone. What? You can't locally play against AI? Uh, you can, but it's terrible. Oh, I mean, I it's, got, it's got, I mean, literally, the, it's like the training or whatever. I mean, it's always available, but it's the same game over and over again because as far as I remember, um, you can't build, like, your own decks or whatever. You just have to use their standard basic decks, yeah. and, you know, it's fine. So there's no, so it'd be, it'd be nice if you could go through and create a deck or whatever and then go test it against the AI and see if it, you know, so you don't go out there and embarrass yourself against, you know, yeah, but, but but just to come back to the Blizzard thing though, like I mean, Blizzard, like StarCraft, right? It is able to offer multiplayer online, but it also has a core single-player campaign mode, right? And I appreciate that because it has a story. It lets you get invested in the characters. You get to see the some sort of projected narrative of what's going on. And then, and, and you know, I'm cool with the, that they make money. Like they have uh, StarCraft two, StarCraft two point oh, two point one, two point two, like the yeah, campaigns. I think that's totally cool. But you have to give a, a, a campaign mode to get invested, and also for people that don't necessarily want to play online and get owned by people online, um, yeah. to actually just practice it out. It makes you care about the game, right? So, I mean, you, you care about the game, you care about the characters, yeah. and once you get invested, like you said, once you get invested in it, then then you go online because you actually care about, you know, building up, you know, yeah. your weapons or whatever. Um, yeah. I doubt that I would actually pick up Overwatch, just mainly because... I don't know. I'm. I've been totally ignoring shooters for the last couple of years. I just yeah. After so many Call of Duties that were exactly the same with terrible storylines, I just I'm so sick of them. You, you know, know what? I, I miss the I miss the terrible story. Like I'm actually like after coming off of Battlefront, Star Wars Battlefront, which had no story mode, coming off of Overwatch, which I don't know of any story mode that's on it. I think that you definitely need story mode, and I miss I miss the. The, the the convoluted Michael Bay storylines that you got in like the Call of Duty series, man. Yeah, um, so I don't know if you saw this, Vince, but more and more game developers are actually selling their games like piecemeal. So you like if you want, 
campaign yeah. mode, you spend like fifteen dollars. If you want, you know, multiplayer, you'd spend like another fifty dollars or whatever because it's mm -hmm. that's that's yeah. where the, mostly they're investing or whatever. Um, like the, all the new Tom Clancy stuff is going to be that way. Oh, like um, what is it? Rainbow, it's all about breaching. Rainbow Six. I don't know what the latest one is, but they yeah. like came out with this last week or whatever. They came out with a they like split it up. So if you want the campaign mode, is like fifteen really? bucks. Yeah, and the rest of it's like the um, like fifty dollars or whatever. If you want the yeah, whole thing, because I, I I was interested in it for a bit because I, I I liked some of the Splinter Cell games that they did, and I know the squad based stuff is is significant. But from what I understood, the version that they had, uh, I I don't remember what that that game is. It's like a tactical one, right? Um, but it, the interesting thing is that you blew through walls and stuff to just like blow people out. Uh, I thought that was solely no campaign. I thought there wasn't, and, and now you're telling me that they have a campaign mode for it. All right, so I haven't played it. I just, just is what I read online. So you know, it has to be. I found it on the internet. It has to be true, right? Yep. Um, so um, yeah, that's what that's what I read. I was I can't, I can't remember where I. Uh, it doesn't matter. I, I don't. It, it it could be completely wrong. I, I think I saw it on Flipboard. Mm -hmm. uh, so. Okay. Anyway, all right, anyways, my pick of the week is uh, Heroes of the Storm. As you know, actually, it's funny we we're both picking Blizzard stuff. Uh -oh. uh, uh, Heroes of the Storm is a is a MOBA. Um, it's a uh, free to play. Um, it's a uh, uh, like Overwatch is very much cartoony, um, <coughs> but it's also a little bit more character driven. Uh, than your typical MOBA, like where most where you like with Dota and um, League of Legends and uh, um, a couple of the other ones. Yeah, you have characters and yeah, they all have specific traits. But kind of like with Overwatch, um, Heroes of the Storm also has you know like each one has its own little story and uh, it's you're much you're much more reliant on your character than you are on like the minions that they send you or whatever. Yeah. Um, and, and the inventory is not as big or as interesting, in my opinion. But it's getting bigger all the time. Um, it, but it's also if you, if you get into if you're into the MOBA scene, it's it's much more. I don't I don't know. It was easier for me to get into, uh, just because it was kind of. Uh, it's, it starts off a lot slower than like Dota does. Like with mm -hmm. Dota, I mean, you get two tutorials or whatever in before you start playing online against actual people. Um, yeah. and you know, that's fine. But if you've never seen a mobile before, you're like, what the hell is going on? All the, I mean, you know, yeah, the maps the same all the time and the, the checkpoints and the, the battlements are all in the exact same place every time. And you're doing the exact same thing every single mm -hmm. time, but it's still like, uh, because I mean, all right. So I don't know if you, if, uh, for those who are out there that never played mobile, I'll, I'll, for the most part, they're all exactly, you know, they're all based on the, the same kind of uh, map Manics, yeah. um, and it, it, it's it's a for most of them are team for team so if, if um, you, you have to work on a team which means you you have to go uh, with your teammate into the, exactly the right spot and if you don't do that you're gonna piss off those other people that you're working with especially if you, you know because once you get online and you start if you're gonna if you do something wrong you're just gonna piss people off and they're gonna start shouting at you and calling you racist names and motherfucker and uh, and that's not fun. I mean, they're gonna do that anyways. Um, oh, you yeah. might as well just do whatever you want. Uh, <laughs> anyways, Heroes of the Storm is mine. Uh, it's free to play. It's um, it's a huge game though. I mean, to, like size wise to download. How big? Uh, it's like two gigabytes. Um, uh, dude. Uh, I, no, 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 no. Like, like for a lot, like lack. No, no. But the, the, the thing is, 
this is meant to be played on like a. I mean, yeah, you can play it on like a, like a big deep PC, PC like I did. But I also wanted to download like, like on, my, my, on my laptop. You know what I mean? And for for like a, a laptop where you have only like an eighty gigabyte uh, SSD in it, um, which is, you know, I don't know, if, you, if you're starting off on a laptop, I guess two gigabyte or two. It's like two and a half or something like that. It's, mm-hmm. it's pretty big. Anyways, that's my pick of the week. Ricky didn't show up. I haven't heard from him. So uh, that is it for us this week. Next week we're gonna want we're gonna do two things, Vince. We're oh. gonna watch a terrible movie, and then we're gonna list the three ter- most terrible movies we've ever seen. Um, so we're gonna watch the movie Three Hundred, which is a terrible movie. Um, it is an atrocious movie. I'm gonna make everybody watch, um, and and I'm going to enjoy all of our suffering because um, it is a very very bad movie. Um, that I've seen way too many times. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know if it's the, the. The problem is I'm not even sure if you would have watched some of the crappy movies that I would tell you because, like, it doesn't matter. Um, you probably haven't seen half the the terrible movies that I'm going to say because I'm one aware of them. Once I, uh, I don't know. Have you ever seen the Hansel and Gretel movie? Um, was that the one with um the Hawkeye guy? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't watch it, but I knew I know of it though, uh, right? Don't watch it. Uh, you'll want to claw your eyes out and then try to dig your brains through the sockets and just die because it is the worst movie in the history of movies. Uh, anyways, um, so that, that that's a that's a preview of my uh, uh, top number one spot because that's it's got awful. Um, I can't even tell you it's it's just really bad. They're, they're the witch hunters. They're, they're, that's what they are. They're witch hunters and. Uh, yeah, it's not very good. Anyways, uh, that's what we're doing next week. 300 and the Terrible Movie Awards. Uh, hopefully, Ricky shows up so he can show us. Like, uh, Has Ricky ever hated a movie before? Um, um, let me think. Wow, that's actually... I, he, this might be really difficult for him, you know, now that I think about it. Because he likes all the movies. Well, he doesn't he's, like them all. He just like, but he he does give positive things he's about. Such, he's such a positive fellow. I mean, he's not an asshole like me. He's not a you know Vince. He's not Professor Snape. Uh, well, um, huh? Um, <laughs> yeah. No, no. There must have been something he doesn't like. I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, he likes the guys in the fierce movies, and you know. So, <laughs> anyways. Uh, that's coming up next week. If you want to follow us on Twitter, I'm at MTWB. Uh, Vince is BWHY. Uh, the Threecast is at the Threecast. You can follow us on Facebook at Facebook.com. We are two minutes past. Oh, right on time. Awesome. We'll see you next week, people. Take care.